Well, certainly you've had days in which you felt gloomy, but then you remembered, oh, wait, it could be worse. I'm grateful, actually. And it's amazing how practicing gratitude can really change and brighten your perspective. I'm John Fuller, along with Greg Smalley and his wife, Erin. They lead the Focus Marriage Team. And Erin, you counsel a lot of couples. So how often do you find that when a couple has some really significant problems, it's partly because that's all they're focusing on, the negative. Mm -hmm. And it's always so interesting when I sit with a couple and just notice that. Like I notice that you're spending a lot of time talking about your spouse's yard and what they are doing or what they're not doing. And, you know, it kind of takes the, the person back just to recognize like, whoa, you're right. And of course, I say it in a nice way. So they're not wanting to punch me or anything. But it is good to recognize when we are looking for negative, we will find it. It's called confirmation bias. Uh And when we have negative beliefs, we will find evidence of everything we're believing. And it's so powerful. I know for me personally, there's times that I need to step back and go, okay, what's true about this man? What is true about my husband? Is he out to get me? No, he's my teammate. So if I'm thinking that he's doing something negatively on purpose to hurt me, you know, more than likely I'm wrong. Mm. And I can always go and use my voice and check in with him and go, okay, so this is what I noticed. Is this what you meant? And more than likely, he'll look at me like completely dumbfounded, like, why in the world would you think that? I'm just checking it out. I'm so perfect, right, John? There's not a mean bone (laughs) in your body. We know that. (laughs) Well, let's go ahead and return to a conversation along these themes uh, with Focus President Jim Daly and Dr. Julie Slattery. Uh, we talked about the need to see the best in your mate. Right before we close, uh, let's speak to couples who are disillusioned in marriage. They're hearing this. Mm. They're so down in the pit, they don't feel like they have hope. Mm -hmm. They're committed because I'm a Christian. I'm committed, but it's not going to end happily ever after. You know, I'm just not going to pursue that anymore. What would you say to them? And again, what was your experience between you and Mike when you were able to pull up out of that kind Mm -hmm. of despair? Yeah. Wow. It, there's so many different circumstances on the spectrum of marriage from disappointment and frustration to people that just really feel desperation. And a few things I would say is, first of all, reach out for help. And I'm so thankful for Focus on the Family. I send people to you guys all the time. Thank your, you. Your counselors here, your counselor network, that's just a great resource that people can resource. have confidence in. None of us were meant to do marriage alone. And we need the wisdom and counsel of other people of what does it look like to endure? Where do we set boundaries? Where do we just need biblical truth to help us? But we also need help in another way. We need community around us. And when my marriage isn't going well, I really want to be around women that speak highly of my husband and that honor marriage. Because often we can find ourselves with people that reinforce the negative that point out what's bad or make us want to leave marriage instead of choosing people who are going to be cheering for us and cheering for our marriages. Uh, And then ultimately, the ultimate help is God. You know, really just asking the Lord, give me hope where I don't have it. Help me to see something good that I don't see right now. Uh, A good friend and mentor of mine, Linda Dillow, encourages women to do something called a gratitude journal. And it's every day just writing down one thing that you see that you're grateful for. 
And it can be a little thing. It can be, wow, my husband put his coffee mug in the dishwasher. That's a good thing. Ooh, I like that. Uh, yes. I'm pretty good at that one. Yeah, just, or it could be, I love the way he was laughing with the kids today. Uh, But when we focus on the positive, and this isn't just for women, it's for men too, Mm. we actually see that neurologically our brains begin to change where we enjoy being with one another more. And so even though marriage isn't going to be perfect and there's probably not going to be the riding off in the sunset, we weren't made for marriage. We were made for God. And so there's an element of disappointment in every marriage. We can take steps towards building on what's good and noticing what's good instead of just focusing on what we're yeah. disappointed about. Uh, Julie, this it's not scientific, the question I'm going to ask you, but if couples could simply do that, try to build each other up, to be positive toward each other, how much lower would the divorce rate be, in oh, your I opinion, as a counselor? Yeah. I mean, it would to me, it would be substantially lower. Because it, it, it would do so much to build one another up that you can then weather some of the difficulty when it comes along, mm-hmm. don't you think? It certainly would. And it's not going to fix every marriage. There are certainly marriages that have deep issues. Deep, deep issues. But I'd say for the good 75 or 80% of our marriages, it's this kind of daily interchange that makes the difference between intimacy and feeling really isolated. We've had Linda Dillow in the studio before, and I really appreciate how she has that gratitude journal that Julie talked about. And uh, that's not a bad thing to do, to practice uh, really focusing on the best aspects of our spouse. It really is a great idea. As a matter of fact, my father, when he was alive, did this exact same thing. He called it his cherish list. And it was what he cherished about my mom, some of his favorite things, and he, he actually kept them on his computer. The, the sad part was that my mom didn't know that that list existed. Mm. When, when I was going through my dad's computer just after he had passed away, helped my mom just try to organize all that, I found that. And I said to her, hey, look what I found. And she looked at it and went, man, I have no idea what this is. And so the point is that as good as that is to keep that sort of list – that we need to express that. Mm. And so, uh, you know, taking sort of the gratitude journal to the next level would be taking time to make sure that that you're sharing those things. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, think about th- this could be a great habit to get into maybe even before you both go to sleep, you know, pray together, be intimate. I mean, wh- whatever, whatever your normal routine is, but include this idea of just, hey, one thing I noticed today that I really, really appreciated. Thank you for, and then fill in the blank. I mean, just think about how cool that would be. The, one of the last things your spouse would hear is something that you noticed that you appreciated, you know, expressing that gratitude. So I think it's great to keep that list, but we need to make sure that we verbalize those things. And that's the benefit then to not only to our spouse, but to our marriage. Mm-hmm. That, that's what connects us. Yeah. And so often I will think of like, wow, I can't believe that Greg has taken this project on or done all this work and I'll think about it, but then I'll forget to say it. And one thing that motivates me, I know I've shared this before on the podcast, that husbands long to be affirmed by their wives more than anybody else in this world. 
And so I'm going to put this into practice even right now. Okay. This man, my husband, has gone above and beyond with moving my dad here. I mean, this man drove us to Arkansas and back in 36 hours. Oh, my. And in the middle, in the interim, packed my father up (laughs) in a U-Haul trailer and moved him here. And he's been sick. And so it's just been like such a... Losing my voice. Yeah, that was the impact of doing that. No, you didn't have a voice before. It's actually better. But it's just been such an act of love. Mm -hmm. And I just have so appreciated that. And I've said bits and pieces of that over the last couple of days, like... Wow. But I've been so exhausted, too, that it's been hard to even, like, get the words out. It's been mainly grunts back and forth. <laughs> like, ugh, my well, body aches. Well, <laughs> thank you for saying that. You are welcome, because th- it's true. I think it's really good what you just demonstrated. You, you showed us how to do that. And, Greg, uh, I think I've shared this story with you. I, I made a list one time. I did just a little note card. I did a list of, of what all... you appreciate about me as well. Exactly. Man, <laughs> this is just a firm grant. And I said I like it on this. the nightstand, and Dina said, what's that? And I said, that's what I love about Greg Smalley. No, I did the list for her. <laughs> yeah. Thank and goodness. then I said it on the nightstand, and she said, well, what's that? And I said, those are all the qualities I love about you. Oh, and there's great. so much more. And she was a little embarrassed. She was like, well, I'm not that good. And I was like, you are too. Yeah, that's great. And so, I love that. you know, we got to work this muscle of being grateful and expressing it. It's only going to strengthen your marriage. Mm-hmm. That's really a lot of what's behind the book that Dr. Julie Slattery wrote called Finding the Hero in Your Husband. Uh, if you're energized by what we've talked about today, what you've heard, get a copy of this book. Uh, read it and benefit from the insights and the stories that Julie has. Uh, Finding the Hero in Your Husband, uh, we'll send that to you when you make a donation of any amount, either a monthly pledge or a one-time gift. And uh, all the details to donate and get the book are in the show notes. And Julie also mentioned our Focus Counseling Department. They are terrific, and generous donors make it possible uh, for us to offer a free phone consultation to you when you have something big that you just can't figure out. If you don't have somebody in your life to, uh, to talk things through, write down this number and then give us a call. We'll set up a scheduled uh, time for a consult. It's 800, the letter A, and the word family. And we'll have that uh, number in the show notes as well. Next time, we'll talk about the stress of moving. And uh, we'll have Chris and Jenny Graby with us. For now, on behalf of the Smalleys and the entire staff, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for joining us for the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. Is your marriage holding on by a thread? For deep hurt, you need deep healing that only comes from the Lord. And you'll find it at a Focus on the Family Hope Restored Intensive in Michigan. Our licensed Christian counselors will help you and your spouse get to the root of your issues in just three to five days. And it works. 80% of the couples are still married two years after attending. Learn more at HopeRestored.com and talk with a trusted advisor. That's HopeRestored.com.